Hello, I'm Shelley Horton and welcome to Talking Married, the podcast, where we poke at the soft underbelly of everyone's favourite TV show, Married at First Sight. Praise the Lord, Davina voted to leave. And that means one thing for our friend Ryan. But there's still drama aplenty, and I'll be talking to Ash Spencer from The Fix because Sarah and Tell finally had sex. Plus, I'll be chatting to Gabrielle about standing up to NASA, and I talked to John Aiken about how hard it is to actually make the decision to stay or go. Should I stay or should I go? This podcast, now nicknamed Talking Married the Musical, will be available on iTunes every week, so make sure you subscribe. And feel free to send me questions on social media. I'm on Instagram at at ShellyHorton1. Okie doke, so Erin Willing is here with me from A Current Affair. She's done her maths homework. (laughs) I'm hilarious. Okay, you ready with your report card? First thing first... Ryan is free. Yes. I feel like singing, free Ryan from Davina. <laughs> the look of I the know. relief that just came over his face as she said leave was priceless. Thank goodness. And isn't he now a hero around Australia? Isn't he? Everyone. He's so beautiful though. I have actually lost count with a number of girlfriends or complete strangers who've contacted me on social media saying, can you set me up with him? <laughs> but I do have to say on that, as much as I wasn't a massive fan of Davina anywhere along this journey. Yeah. I kind of miss her. Oh, you like the drama. I like the drama. Ooh. I I kind of wanted to come back just for the drama sake of it. Yeah, I know. She certainly did stir that pot, didn't she? And it gave us a villain. I just don't feel like Dean is- plenty of villains, man. I don't know, but she was a good villain. She was a very good villain and uncompromising villain, which is the best kind. (laughs) She may not have thought she was the villain. No excuses for her behaviour. I can't help the way I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it was homestays and everyone went to the wives' homes. Mm -hmm. So, let's start. So, first of all, Dean had to go over to Perth to stay with Tracy. Now, he had to face the music with her friends and then with her parents. I did not think these words would ever come out of my mouth, but I'm starting to feel sorry for Dean. Just going, dude. You've had to apologise and say it out loud to so many people. Yeah. He must be over it. I was actually feeling that as well. And the other thing was Tracy was starting to irritate me because she kept bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up. Like, he did the wrong thing. We know he did the wrong thing. But she chose to forgive him. Mm -hmm. I think what goes along with that is acceptance and moving on. Let's not keep talking about it. She's forgiven, but she's not forgotten. But the best thing about that homestay? was Dean and his hip-hop dancing. Forget the rehashing for a moment. (laughs) Dean and the hip-hop dancing. So bad. (laughs) So bad. I'm like, dude, just deal with the fact that you're nearly 40 and say no to the kid stuff. That's what it is. All right, Melissa and John. So, Mornington Peninsula. Melissa's got a pretty incredible life. beautiful. But what about John just going, oh, wouldn't move here. Like, it's an hour away. You could actually commute. You could. You could. But I do also get it. You know what? She doesn't want to leave her family. Perhaps he doesn't want to leave his family as well. He's he's got a daughter that's Mm. in Melbourne and he might want to be close to her. So, I do get it. But there was no compromising there. It was a flat out, no, not going to happen. Yeah. I'm kind of just wondering if that might become an excuse. To have, have it oh, not work. Think so. Yeah. But they're so lovely But then, together. again, I also think there's an option when you're, you know, an older couple that maybe you don't live together. Maybe well, you just, you know, 
visit each, each other, other every other weekend. Yeah, and, and maybe on the other and weekend you could, could see someone else. Probably be okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow, Davina is in your brain. <laughs> This is having an effect. Um, then Ash going home to Queensland uh, with Troy. First of all, swimming with the dolphins. Uh, Troy kissing the dolphin Ooh. and then kissing Ash. Was I the only one who just kind of went, Ooh. It was kind of strange. Um, but what about that she's home and her sister's giving a few, you know, home truths saying, I've been married for two years. Two years. Two a whole very years. very long time. Two whole years. She is an expert on marriage now. But all she's done is deflected Troy the whole time, which I understand. But for her to go, oh, I've made no effort. There was that glass shattering moment. But was it taken this long for her to realise that perhaps I'm not being as nice as I I could be? Yeah, I think it's just that she has been on the defence, batting away him so often that it's time to now go on the... What is it? Offence? I don't know. (laughs) But she was starting to let him in and then she wanted to stab him. Yeah, I know, right? I'm not not sure. Don't touch me. (laughs) Don't touch me. I'm like, whoa. Poor Troy's getting a few mixed messages there. What about the poor dad who was doing the interview and you can hear them fighting in the background and you can just see him going, oh, kill me now. (laughs) Poor dad. What about the poor dad that had to sit through the conversation about his daughter having sex? I know. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the most interesting couple this week has to be Nasser and Gab. Definitely. He thinks the apartments persist. I think he just has a case of cold feet. Mm. I think I he's a big crybaby yeah, and he needs to grow up. I do not think the, the apartment's possessed. No, no, not at all. But I also wonder if this is why he's been single for so long because he's so exactly what I was regimented. Thinking. He's got his own routines. He doesn't have ladies sleep over. Um, you know, he he's so set in his ways. I'm wondering if he will ever let someone in. That's it. And I also think that Gab did a bit of an about turn with her personality and really started standing up and telling him what to do and what not to do that he got a bit of a shock. Yeah. And also he wasn't I think used to that. Even her saying leave, he again come on. I, was I expected furious. more NASA. I expected more. And but how about at the dinner party? That was my favourite. Oh, poor so NASA did not NASA, get the limelight. Ding, 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 ding. I'd like to make a speech. And then Gab stands up <laughs> and speaks over him. And how about his face? He was shattered. He was furious. And oh, she dang, knew still my the effect that that would have. So I'm just like, oh, man, this is not seriously. Silly. She's not silly. I know. And then Dean having the chat with Telv. Mm. I still love Telv the most in the whole world. I know. World. Telv is just beautiful. The best. Look, the thing is, Telv still stood up for himself. He, he didn't did. back down. But mm-hmm. again, it shows that, you know, Dean's not afraid of having those hard conversations. I'm kind of like a little bit impressed with that, but also impressed with Telv to just say, just I'm not going to change my it. mind in one second. Yep. Yep. got to work harder, Dean. Yeah, you got to get the whole group back. Yeah, and I think that from now on, enough of the rap. Dean and Tracy, we're done with the rap. Dee-wizzle, we're the, done. Yeah, the rap is crap. Done. All right. No more dancing. No more dancing either. <laughs> Thank you so much, Erin. Thank you. I will see you here next week, but stay with us because soon I'll be talking to Gab to find out if NASA is the one who's possessed, <laughs> not the apartment, and I'll be chatting, as you asked, about those formal fashions at the dinner party with Christian Wilkins. <laughs> It's time to catch up with Ashley Spencer from The Fix. Hello. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> it is all about sex at the moment. It is. What about Sarah and Tell? Oh, well, it finally happened. Finally. The magic has happened. 
as she told the entire world. I was surprised because I thought she'd be more coy because she's been coy the entire series. She has. I I mean, I'm also partly surprised it took this long for them to have sex. They had so much chemistry right away that I kind of thought they'd be the ones to go for it night one. But yeah, she wanted that slow burn and then it happened and she wanted the world to know. I'm loving it. Do you think it was worth a toast at the dinner party, though? Frankly, I'm glad it happened because the rest of that dinner party was very (laughs) stressful. So that was a nice little cheers to something happy. Um, Yeah, I think it's sweet. And they were also supportive of her. And it also, I loved the shot panning away to like Carly and uh, Gab, like the people that weren't getting any and weren't happy. But yeah, I mean, we talked to Sarah and she explains it as to her sex and love are very much the same thing. So she saw it as, I guess, really solidifying that she is in love with Telv and they had really reached. Did she say the L word? Well, she said... Sex and love are the same thing. I'm not someone who can just have sex with anyone. It feels much nicer when I want to make love with my husband instead of wanting to have sex with my husband. I felt that we were falling in love and making love, not just having sex. <gasps> They're going to say the L word. <laughs> it is so close. They're so cute. I love them. I love them I also so love the look of panic on Telf's face when she stood up to give the toast. And he, <laughs> she was like the elephant in the room. And he was like, yeah, what What's don't I know? I know. <laughs> no, I thought so she was going to talk about Telf and Dean's fight. And I was just like, oh, no, no, no. But uh, then yeah. Dean ends up talking to him about it anyway. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Look, one thing I do want to like break down with you is – do you find that this season everyone's talking about sex, whereas in the previous seasons it was kind of more implied? Yeah. I think before it was a lot of kind of ambiguous, oh, we we got close, let's just say that, yeah. you know, and the little asides after the I don't honeymoon. I kiss and tell. And, yes, a lot of that. And I think we've, we've had a bit of that this time around, John and Melissa, and people are being yeah. a bit coy. I want to keep it private. We're not going to talk about it. But I think you also see a lot of repeated questioning and from whether it's producers or other castmates wanting to know the dirt. And so you're really getting people breaking down the details of what's going on between the sheets. Do you like it? Yeah. I like Everyone it. wants to know what's going <laughs> I on. I want the details. Who's bumped uglies? Let's <laughs> yeah. find out. So let's actually Kay. break it on down. Now we know Dean and Tracy. Oh. We were intimate this that's morning. One, that's one that I would actually be okay not knowing as much as we know about. <laughs> yeah, we were intimate this morning and then right before his big plan to run away with Davina. Oh, yeah. surprise, he's getting it on with Tracy. So yeah, they've been very open They're about definite. it. Um Davina and Ryan, she was like, yeah. It's they like did, yeah. The friend you get drunk with and then end up having sex with. Well, her logic was, I need to see if there's a spark. So on the honeymoon, they tried it. And she was like, uh, nope, bye. Didn't last long. Next up, Blair and Sean. Now, oh, they, they did, did they on did. the homestay. Oh, it was very and sad. cried. Well, she thought it was like progress and it was great. And then right away, you see him being like, no, nothing there. I'm done with this. So then we come to Gabs and NASA. So they how did. the tables have turned oh, because we were all oh, I, I was team NASA early on. He was so funny, and now we know now he's just funny. <laughs> well, he just keeps running away. He wouldn't even stay in that house that I was know. possessed Possessed. by like wind. Yeah. It was not a thing. The door opened. So what do you reckon? So they had they definitely had sex on the honeymoon. Well, they said they had a sexual connection. No, no, no. They said Did they had they? sex. Yeah, he said well, he had sex. He uh, said, okay. it's only five minutes of sex, but it's an hour of lovemaking. Oh, what? I believe I remember that quote very, very well. What does well. that even mean? Mm. It's not good. It's not good. Charlene and Pat. Do we know? Charlene and Pat. Well, he's been a bit, I think, no. He said things aren't moving as fast romantically Uh, as he would like, which sounds like, no, they're not. I think they have. Oh. I think there's been a couple of bed hair incidents where- Why did he say 
Oh, well, maybe. it could also be, you know, he's been very open with his feelings and she gets a bit <laughs> feelings. Yeah, she's very hesitant <laughs> when he starts, you know, wanting to talk more about feelings. So maybe he means they haven't had that emotional connection. Yeah. Next up, Troy and Ashley, we know they definitely haven't because of the big blow up when he implied that they might be getting close. I can't really imagine a more asexual couple than Troy yeah, no, and right? Ashley. What about, I read online that Troy's sister may have accidentally outed him as a virgin. I don't know if it was an accident. She she talked it. at length. She said, you know, Troy's actually a 35-year-old virgin and he's very religious and he's waiting for his real wife, not a TV wife. But Wow. Thanks, sis. <laughs> to be fair, Troy has not commented on that. So, you know, I'm not, not really sure what her relationship is like with him, if she's yeah. a vengeful sister wanting well, to take him down. or If, if they, my brother was yeah. on a reality show, I would plant seeds like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. mess with him. But, I mean, it does kind of explain some of the awkwardness in that relationship. Bad um, yeah. He could be a, a virgin who... I mean, what? Well, I mean, technically you could be a virgin and still be a good kisser and good at other yeah. things, but he seems pretty bad all around. We'll see. We'll, we'll Stay tuned <laughs> for that one. Okay, just quickly, John and Melissa, do you think they have? They say they have a kiss and a cuddle most nights. Yes, or it's not. Well, or is that like is that older old, person old speak for, for classily, yes, we're getting it on. And we definitely know that Carly and Justin haven't. To oh, the no. point where she's like, I'm oh, just going to no. force he, this to happen. She tried to hold his hand and he no. wouldn't do it and she cried. They're not doing it. That's not happening. And obviously, Joe and Sean haven't. That oh. is a lot of sex talk. <laughs> yeah. Whew, I think I need a you know a cigarette after that. Do you think back. by the end of the season, everyone will have done it? I hope so. We will recap this for the final episode. You and I will go, let's just get back to the sex tally. I can't wait to see what happens with Troy and Ashley. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. We will continue this. Next up, I talk to Gab about NASA and his missing libido. Oh, boy. (laughs) Now it's time to get the bottom of what's happening with the beautiful Gabrielle. Gabs, I have been waiting to chat to you. I have questions, so many questions. But first of all, welcome. Ah, thank you so much. I've been looking oh. forward to speaking with you. You're I, my favourite too. Yay! So seriously, let's go back because it all seemed to be going so well in the beginning. You looked like you'd hit the jackpot. NASA was so attentive. The wedding was happy. The honeymoon was happy. He handled the alopecia really well. It was really on track, wasn't it? Um, Look, definitely we've had, it was a lot of fun and there was always been a lot of warmth between Nasser and I. So those parts are very easily seen. um, And I think because those parts or that warmth is so easily seen between us, I think it's easy to skip over the small little niggling problems that were there from from the beginning. but kind of started to get bigger and bigger as we went on. When he started vacuuming around you, I'm like, oh, this is weird. Is he, was he very difficult to live with? You know, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. I, I had such a big uh, warning from him about, oh, I've got OCD, careful, I've got OCD, warning, I've got OCD. And um, I was hoping that a bit of this OCD would come on out and say hello because I'd you know, I'd be picking up his towels and I'd be, you know, wondering what all this, this crap was on the table, thinking, come on, where, yeah. where, I thought you had ACD, come on. So it wasn't until we actually got to his home so I thought, aha, here it yeah. is. It must be just contained within his his place. The four walls um, of his home, uh, yeah. 
But there yeah, were but still was, like I mean, moments of real warmth with you guys. Like I loved the acting class. Yeah, there was a lot of fun. And that's the thing with NASA and I. Yes, there's a lot of warmth between us and also we find fun very easily together. We go to our silly place very quickly to get together. So that acting class was just, you know, spot on in terms of let's go to silly town together. <laughs> so it was fun. But underlying all of that fun and that warmth, there was some, you know, some stuff and some concerns that were starting to build for me. Um, mm. uh, NASA's got a very hot temper, for example. So while that wasn't necessarily shown on air, it was something that, I was having to process and go, okay, right. Well, the thing is too, like, I mean, he was very vocal about that you guys had sex on the honeymoon, but then you're like, um, Mm. once is not enough, babe. (laughs) Like, how about a bit of affection? (laughs) How are you finding that? There was a lot of sort of on-camera, off-camera differences that started to become quite apparent. And in terms of, you know, being intimate on the honeymoon and things like that, Mm. I've never really had too much of a, a fast, rule in terms of, you know, when it's okay and not okay to leap into bed with someone. All I've ever sort of worked to is that I like to have a handful of dates with someone so I get to know who that person is. And then after that, if it steers in that direction, then good and well, and, you know, I'm a 45-year-old woman and that's fine. Um, But, yeah, I just noticed there was a fairly big difference becoming more and more apparent with the affection that NASA was showing me when the cameras were around versus the, oh. the the lack of affection that happened when they'd packed up and gone. Babe, how did so that affect your self-esteem? Effect. Well, it takes you on a bit of a journey. I mean, I'm, I'm someone who, you know, despite having alopecia and, and um, being a, 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 a girl that's been larger, that's been smaller, and I'm a classic mm. yo-yo, for all of those things, me just being a girl... My relationship with my body and self-esteem is a, is a complex one, like I think most women. But um, I'm, I've always I'm with you, sister. I've had a healthy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've always had a healthy level of attention from men, and I'm quite a confident person at heart. But despite that, when something like this happens, and it's all very intense, it's different in this scenario. It does take you on a journey with your self-esteem, and in fact, quite tested. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I did sort of find myself thinking, is it just me? Is it yeah. anyone that What, what have I with? done that he now doesn't want to have sex with me? Yeah, but then again, I was also struggling with that intimacy myself. It's in the real world, I guess, for want of a better term, if I went and had a date with, with NASA or a blind date, he's, he's probably someone I would not have lasted even a glass of wine with. But I was really wanting to stay open-minded, yeah. give all of this a go. Given so how did you feel when I'd he even said the word friend zone to you? Yeah, to, to be given the declaration that we're, I'm in the friend zone with someone I would ordinarily have put in the friend zone <laughs> is tough. And <gasps> even if the feeling's mutual, yeah. um, if, if it was mutual in the regular world, no girl likes to be told they're in the friend zone, do they? So no. um, that that was difficult. We spoke about this in the makeup room at Channel 9, but you said you're so pleased now mm. that people are seeing you stand up for yourself because it was the violins playing with the alopecia yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But now it's just like, actually, <laughs> yeah. click, 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 girlfriend, mm-hmm. I am not putting up with that. Yeah, I think with my, my story of my alopecia, which is um, a really valid one to tell because it is part of my story, um, I think it can easily throw you into the, oh, poor Gabs. Um, At the dinner party, NASA got up to give his usual speech and be the centre of attention and you jumped up and stole his thunder. 
and gave a speech. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? <laughs> well, it came over me. It was a couple of times that NASA spoke on behalf of me and uh, made a speech on behalf of me. And look, it really would take one spectacular man who I would allow to speak over me. It was only that I was a little bit bamboozled when I first met NASA and went to these dinner parties that I thought, oh, wow, that's different for me. I don't normally put up with that. So when it came on again for what I thought was the fourth time, I thought, no, enough, enough, buddy. You, You just sit down. If you... If you'd like a speech made, I can make one and I can probably do it in a more articulate, succinct way than you. Move over, sweetheart. So <laughs> it was on the it was on the um on the cuff. But I think at this point, um I was in a world of, of hurt and disappointment with what was happening with NASA and I. But at the same time, he was messing with someone who has one hell of a backbone and I think he needed to sort of see that we don't know what happens with you guys so i just want you to sum Mm -hmm. up your married at first sight experience in one word um i would say in one word my experience was powerful uh, is all i can say Mm, powerful powerful. well we at the end of the series we will go back and look at your word and see what you meant by that Oh, yes, please. Gabs, I I can't wait to talk to you again. I hope everything plays out well for you. And thank you so much for joining me. Oh, Shelley, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Now I am joined by the one, the only, Style Enigma. Christian Wilkin. For the best segment of the podcast. Of course. Obviously. I say that because you're right beside me. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk dinner party because uh, the fashion stakes were up. Yeah, what happened what this week? Went I mean, on. I'm down for it completely, but everyone very much went from last week, like the guys in t-shirts, to something yeah. people are in tuxes. Yeah. I thought Telv looked so cute, so cute, but inappropriate. Like maybe a little. I think sort of the addition of a jacket would have been nice, but um. You know, I, I think a bow tie and a tux, it was, I mean, he looked very cute, but it, it was just a little bit out of place. It was crazy. I'm just like, if if I threw a dinner party and someone turned up in a tux and a ball gown, I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a little bit like, where did you think you're going? Yeah. And, and I, mean, I know that Sarah's like making him over, but enough yeah. ready. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. I mean, and I sort of, the, straight after we sort of saw them, we saw um, we saw Justin in the suit as well. So, I thought, yeah. oh, maybe all the couples Everyone's have talked and they were all dressing up. And then when we went and saw Troy in his matching sea foam. What do you thing. think about couple dressing? Look, couple dressing like that is a firm no from me. A uh-huh, firm no. no. I think that it's very, very important for like couples. To, you want to be in the same realm of formality. Right. You know, like if you're going to the beach, you both want to dress like you're going to the beach. So, I think that sort of the whole shirt tucked into chinos went well with her sort of seafoam boob dress. But the same colour, that just looks stupid. Like, at least pick a theme, you know. Like, I've picked a theme before. Of course you have. But, um, yeah. <laughs> the theme is often hot mess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> but no, no, that was a firm no from me. But then if you look at Dean was wearing his ripped jeans. I hated the ripped jeans. Mm. I hated it. At nighttime, it's not appropriate. I think perhaps a summer lunch, you know, if you're near some water, you yes. know, you just want to air out them <laughs> knees. Just so your knees don't get hot. Exactly. You know, it makes sense. Maybe you need a little tan. So, if you were giving advice to them for next week, 
what dress code would you say? I would say smart casual, definitely a shirt, chinos, maybe chuck on a blazer if you want. What about I, lounge suit? A lounge suit. Yeah, I like that. I like what is a lounge suit? Um, what does it mean? I don't know, ah. but I like the sound of it. I like the sound of it. Yeah. You're lounging it. You wear yeah, a suit exactly. and you lounge around. Yeah. All right. There's so much going on. Is there any else? anyone else that you wanted to cover? Yeah. Well, I mean, I need to mention Sarah. Oh, yeah. Booby McBoobs. Yeah. Booby McBoobs. Because I'm a gay man and it's Mardi Gras this week. <laughs> and my favorite thing in the world is boobs with sparkles. Oh. So, she just got like a huge ding, ding, tick, ding, tick ding, from ding, me. Ding. Like, I was so down for that. I really liked the sort of geometric look of it. I thought she looked great. You know, if you've got them, flaunt them. I would. <laughs> But no one else in the room knew where to look. Fair. That's your problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's not her problem. I love them. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, what about that Melissa was like total sparkles? Yeah, I mean, again, gay man, Mardi Gras, <laughs> sparkles, tick. Do I prefer boobs and sparkles? Yes. yes. But I thought that her sparkles was very age appropriate. I thought she looked super cute. You know, she's and she just found out that she was a grandma, grandma. which was about to be another grandma. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, a love little it. celebration frock. I love that Married at First Sight has now become the gay Mardi Gras special. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Obviously. See you next week. Bye. Well, now it's time for Dial a Bloke, where I chat to Nine Honey's Dan Dan, the podcast man. Now, Dan, Sarah took over Telv's apartment. She made him buy new soft furnishings like a shower curtain, a fruit ball, and cushions. Now she's making him over with his clothing, and he wore a tux to the dinner party. Is it too much? Like, can he just be himself? You know what I think? I think he's really enjoying the attention from someone he cares about. So sometimes when, when the right person pays you attention, it's really lovely. You know, it's was, again it's like, like you always floor me. I did like not the, expect you to say that. It's I'm like that sunshine. To be poor Telv, he's nah. just being henpecked. No, I think he likes it. Look, if he didn't like it, it would be really obvious and apparent. The tuxedo is probably too much for a dinner party, but at least you know she he did, looked amazing. Yeah, but if she had to put him in a chicken suit, I reckon he would have loved it. Oh, really? Yeah, just because it's the right person giving him that bit of warmth. And also, think about your household, right? With your partner, you've got to have this balanced ecology yeah. of niceness, cleanliness, etc. I think without my wife, our house would look pretty plain, but she's quite good at the decorating. Yeah. I'm pretty good at the cleaning and cooking. So, We're there is- exact opposites. I actually had a stylist come to our house to when we moved in to make it all zhuzhed up, yeah. and we had all of our art and everything out, and the stylist removed every single piece <laughs> that was mine and kept everything of my husband's. <laughs> I was shattered. And now if I want to buy something, he's like, don't make me call the stylist. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? When it comes to Telv, he got laid. So, you know what? A few throw cushions, who cares? Mm -hmm. It's worth it. it. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dan. Chat to you next week. It's time to chat with Married at First Sight's relationship expert, John Aiken. We have some couples on the brink at the last commitment ceremony. We've got Gabrielle voted to leave NASA, Carly voted to leave Justin, and Sean voted to leave Blair. So, what goes into a decision like this? John, how do you decide whether to stay or leave? Well, I always tell people if you're going to make a big decision, look at three key things. Mm -hmm. The first is, 
uh, your feelings. So you'd ask yourself, how do I feel if I stay with this person? Uh, how would I feel if I committed and settled down? How would I feel if I let them go and I saw them in six months with someone else? So tapping the emotional state. You then move to your thoughts. What are you fantasizing about? Is it about having sex with them and getting naked or is it about being single and meeting other people and, and living a life without them? So what do your thoughts tell you? And finally, uh, what are your actions saying? Uh, are they pushing this person away? i.e. you might be flirting with uh, the waitress or it might be that you run late by, for 45 minutes or it might be that you constantly break promises to them or uh, is your behaviour bringing them close? Uh, and what you do is you look at those three areas, thoughts, feelings, behaviours and you say, what are they telling me? If they line up and they're telling you basically you're moving away from this person, it's time to go. If, however, they're all positive around this person, then you push forward, you get the ring, you go for it. <laughs> Locked and loaded. Yep. Stay or leave, that's how you do it. Look at those three should areas. Should I stay or should I go now? <laughs> well, that's all we have time for today on Talking Married, the podcast. Don't forget to make sure you subscribe on iTunes as we've only got three weeks left and you don't want to miss a second. If you need more gossip and articles on maths, make sure you head to ninehoney.com.au. And, of course, I'm also a co-host of Talking Married, the TV chat show with host Jane Azapati and Cheryl Maitland from Season 4. You can watch our show live on Nine Life every Wednesday at 9pm. I'm Shelley Horton, or as Ashley says to Troy, see ya!